welcome everybody to another episode of Munoz Minutes. It's your boy Jonathan, aka Big John in the building, and alongside with my cousin Ben. Yes, sir. I'm back. All right. Sorry, guys. We've been out for a little bit. Been super hectic these last couple of weeks. We're oh, back yeah. to bring you guys some uh, some more real talk. So what's been going on, man? How have you been lately? Oh, man, just super busy. I had my wife had to get into surgery because of her appendix. She had her wisdom teeth taken out all within like the two weeks. And then I'm back in school too, man. So it's like it's it's just constantly busy. What, what days do you go to school? Thursday nights, man. Just one day a week? Yeah. Three hours, man. That's a lot. Oh, so no excuse then. You got six other days. Hey, man. Working hard, taking care of the wife, trying to take care of these kids. It's a lot, man. I feel it. I feel it. What about you, man? How's the, how, how's the workout stuff going? Oh, still there? going, man. Still getting these gains. Oh, yeah. man. I'm getting ripped over here. I still got a disgustingly dirty garage that I haven't even attempted to touch yet. Man, it's been like, oh, what, four weeks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Still nothing. Hey, but huh? it's, it's not my fault. Like, everything that's in there, like, I need it. I need to take it to the dump, and I don't have a vehicle that I can put it in yet. So, I was actually supposed to get some help from uh, someone over here that has a truck, but that fell through miserably, so kind of just waiting on that now, man. That sucks. Hey, but you know what's cool, though? Like, I've actually, I actually went back to coffee, so I drink coffee now, but I do a sugar-free creamer, so I don't, I don't do all that sugary stuff no more, and I haven't had candy since December 31st. That's what's up, man. That's how you do it, man. What about you? You told me, you told me earlier you don't, um, you don't do no fast food no more? Yeah, man, it's been, today is either day 33 or 34 of no fast food, no restaurant, no nothing outside of the house eating for any meal, man, for all, all of us in the house. So How do you feel? I feel amazing, man. Like, honestly, I haven't been working out at all, but I, I've lost six pounds just from not eating the crap that's outside. You know what I mean? And and I've also stopped drinking soda, too. The last time I had soda was <sighs> on that miserable Super Bowl Sunday. That was amazing. Get yeah, to the. Was not, that was no, enough. Well, well, we're not we're not talking about that. We're okay. talking about our goals. So okay, that was the last time I've had soda. So since then, I've been clean. I'm all good to go. No soda, no fast food, nothing like that. Something must have changed after that Super Bowl. You're like drown your sorrows that night. Woke up with an <laughs> epiphany, huh? I, mean, I woke up with something, man. It was, it was definitely not a not a good feeling. So that's awesome. I mean, my goal too. I think I lost. Uh, let's see. So started this challenge. I was like at two fifty three. Now I'm at two forty seven. And you know, I feel I haven't weighed myself. I do my weigh in this Saturday or this weekend. Okay. So, but I feel like I lost like maybe about five more pounds. Yeah. And man, it's so cool because I was uh, talking to my friends. Like my body's shaping out the way I want it to shape out. So we'll see what happens, man. At the end of this uh, challenge. That's what's up, man. Keep it going. Yeah. Super excited. Yeah, so I mean, it's not just like a, how I feel a lot better, but. We've also noticed, like, with our budget and, like, our money, like, we've saved so much money not going out to eat, you know what I mean? Because with the three kids, every time we go out, they want Happy Meals, they want all these toys and stuff. So some, sometimes I'll fall in and we will, we will buy them that stuff, you know? And then when we do that, three Happy Meals for them, me and Brenda get a meal. We're looking at $20, $30, at McDonald's, you know what I mean? That's ridiculous. That's, that's crazy. Can you imagine when they get a little older, dude, and they get start going into, like, the – the kid, the big kid size. 
I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take them on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Get them twenty nine cent cheeseburgers again. There you go. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> our oldest man, our oldest man, he eats like a monster, man. It's like he like extra well, large all, everything. That's all three of mine eat, man. It's crazy. That's cool that you're saving money on it, getting those goals going, getting this year started. Look at that. See, yeah. guys, you guys can actually lose weight without having to work out. Just stick out, get away from fast food and soda. Soda is probably like the biggest thing that keeps yeah. keeps the weight, you know, which is crazy. I mean, there's a lot of sugar in it. Even if you drink diet, it's like it's still, you know, sugary. Yeah, and so, it's, it's not like it's not like I'm eating like crazy, like healthy, like vegan meals at home. Like it's obviously healthier than the fast food stuff. But I mean, I really think more than anything, it's just cutting out the soda. That's like what's actually helping. You know? and drinking way more water too. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Got to flush everything out, man. I just uh, I just started uh, doing this new thing with my protein shakes. I'm putting fiber in it. You know, so I can get you know my my you know regular bowel movements going. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Okay fleshing everything out so we'll see how that goes and uh see if i can still lose some more weight my goal is because i'm at two let's see if i'm 247 right now the last way and i checked i want to be at least 215 220 but like with muscle you know that's my goal yeah so we'll see what happens keep you guys updated follow me on instagram you'll see what i got man we're also uh, we're also working on our debt too that was was one of my goals man I don't know if you've heard of it, but we've uh, started doing the Financial Peace University through uh, through Dave Ramsey. Have you heard of that before? Nah, what's that? So basically, it's like you could do classes and they're all held at churches. Um, and you basically just go in once a week and kind of talk about your debt. And then he has like baby steps for like getting out of debt. Um, and there's I think there's seven of them total. And like the first two are like the the ones that are kind of the hardest. It's like saving a thousand dollars for like an emergency fund, and then the second one is basically paying off all of your your debt. So right now we already knocked out the first one. We're on the second part now, and there's like videos, and he has like a whole book and stuff like that that we follow. And that's dope. It's actually it's been pretty good, man. It's eye opening to sit down and write like a real budget, not just how much you owe like monthly and all that stuff, but like a real budget and how to like pay it off and. It's embarrassing, but we have. I when we started, we had sixty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, between credit cards, student loans, cars, everything like that. Not not including the house. So we're we're working on knocking that out, and we got a solid plan. So that's dope. Definitely about that, man. I know we just got done with two credit cards. I think we have like maybe I want to say close to about four or five left. I think. Uh And so we're like we're we're you know we're. We're we're cleaning it out basically. We want to start fresh and be like, you know, we want to be able to go do stuff. So instead of having to worry about these credit cards, you know, yeah, that's where we're at. We're at too, man. And last night actually, the the lesson was basically to cut up your credit cards. So Ooh. we actually, I had five cards with balances, and all, four of them are actually paid off now. And uh, last night, man, it, it was it was hard, man. We we actually sat down and. Got the scissors out and I really cut the cards up, man. So, oh man, I should have recorded that. We're like, Ugh, I, I hate you. <laughs> I did, and we actually created an Instagram account, man. It's a debt dot breakup, man. So we're putting everything on there. It's all about debt and how to get out of it, and just getting involved with like other people in the debt community. And it's pretty go. cool, man. Yeah, we, we've been working on. It now we got almost. We're actually at ninety nine followers, so it, it's going really good and a lot of positive stuff coming from there. And, Hopefully we can help some other people out. You know what I mean? I'm about to check that out. That's a plug-in right there for you guys. All right, check that out. 
You know, did that actually help you, like, with, with the, like, not having to eat fast food? It what is, it? man, because, I mean, that, that was one of the things that, because, like, looking at our, our budget and, like, what we're spending, you know what I mean? Like, we were, honestly, we were probably spending, like, just on food, maybe about eight to $900 a month. And it don't seem like you spend that much when it's, like, 20 here, 30 here, you know what I mean? But when you look at it overall, it's like, man, I spent how much on food, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I think and then after that we got a budget and yeah. it's, it's I think that's being like open to it. I think that's probably the biggest thing because you know people you know eat and you know you have to eat. So I mean you spend all this money on on food and some people don't like cooking, so it's like easier just to yeah. go get fast food real quick and not even have to worry about it. Definitely, yeah. definitely understand that. Yeah, man, I, that's always been for us too. You know what I mean? It's just. We always play the role like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to cook today. Let me just grab something. And that turns into every day doing that. And it's just, it's easier that way. But, I mean, since we've been cooking here at the house and we actually, like, got a hang of it, it it's it's not, it doesn't feel like a chore no more. It's just something we normally do. And we've also learned, like, to buy the essentials for groceries and then yeah. cooking based on what we have versus what we want. You know what I mean? That's, like, a huge Ooh, thing. That's good right there. I like dropping that. Dime. I, dropping just, dime. I like that. I like that. And it teaches your kids, you know, how how to eat healthy too, and also how to eat at home where it's not always. I need a burger. I need chicken nuggets. I need this and that. Yeah, exactly, man. Because especially like cause sometimes, like I'll just be here at work and I'm just on the computer. I'm like, hey, let me look up a recipe. I'm like, oh, this sounds good. Let's do it. And then I go into the kitchen. I'm like, man, I don't got eight out of ten of these ingredients. So let me go buy it. And then I spend. I get the ingredients plus another twenty, thirty dollars worth of stuff, and that turns in that ten dollar meal into the eighty dollar meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? so well, like going into, you... going into your kitchen, looking like I got these eight things. Let's make this tonight. You know what I mean? Like, that's where it, where it saves. Yeah, well, like even like when you sent me that that picture of those noodles, man. Night what ninety eight cents? Yeah. Okay, come on, guys. Like, things that cost less still taste good, and you can make it taste good by just seasoning it up. I mean, that's how I see it. It could be it could be oh, a super yeah. cheap thing, but as long as you can be creative and start uh, doing crazy things with it, it'll taste good. Yeah, man. I, I made some uh, some ramen the other day with with instant noodles, but then I made my own chicken and I made like a bunch of different seasonings and stuff. And I did the egg, and it, it came out bomb, man. Let's get it, it man. Good. Awesome, man. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. And like I said, check out that Instagram. What's the Instagram called? Debt dot breakup. Get it, guys. Check it out. Learn some facts out there. Learn them. All right, so yeah, we're man. actually we're, we're gonna get to yeah. this next uh next thing that we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about um my brother Ben's cousin Marcos. We're gonna talk about a little bit of stories about him. There's something that we really wanted to to talk about just because we had so many memories with him, and you know he passed away in 2015. But oh yeah, we had we had a lot of memories on it. It just I mean for us it's 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 more happy so it's not like something we're going to talk about be all sad about it but it's, it's something that that we always remember stuff that he did stuff that we went through with him it was just the funniest things ever and so we're going to talk about a few stories regarding him and uh i'm gonna let i'm gonna let ben take take the the lead on this one yeah man it's crazy man like i know he's been gone since 2015 but man like i could honestly say like there hasn't been a day that i like haven't thought about him or said something like in my regular daily life you know what i mean that that didn't remind me of him or just something stupid he did or said or something funny that happened with him you know what i mean like everywhere i go i feel like there's just like an influence of him with him you know what i mean 
Oh, all the time, all the time. Like, uh, there's this Dave's uh, Dave's Giant Burger. What's it called? Giant, Dave's Giant. Yeah, Dave's Giant Burger, yeah. right? Yeah. So we used yeah. to go there all the time after Army. It was, I think, it was one time. I forgot how long ago it was, but it was during we all had summer school. So me, Ben, yeah. Marcos, your uh, Jesse, a bunch of people had summer school one one time. And so right after school, we used to always go to Dave's uh, Giant's Hamburger, and we used to get a burger. And I kid you not, Marcos used to always get his own little ketchup squirter, right? <laughs> yeah. And he would always use the whole thing, which is ridiculous how much he loved ketchup. And so he would just – it wasn't even like I'll put ketchup inside the burger. It's like he'll put ketchup on every single bite he takes. Yeah. And Dave's <laughs> – the owner started getting upset with him because he used to just you know destroy that ketchup. And I don't know for the people that don't know about Dave's burgers, like it's literally just burgers. Like there's no fries there, and so he's literally eating an entire bottle of ketchup per burger. And so it, it was just crazy, man. It's just it's something I always think. Like anytime I see ketchup, like it just Marcos just pops into my head no matter what. Oh, dude, because you know what he, you know what he used to do every time like he'll get something like from McDonald's or Burger King, he would take the ketchup bag. Right, the little ketchup that they give you, and he would like oh, yeah. open up a little corner, put it all in his mouth, and just squeeze that ketchup out with every single bite. That's crazy. You know who does that? My wife does that. My yeah. wife, she does the same thing. She opens up. She loves ketchup, man. So we have to get a handful of ketchup every time we go to to a fast food place. And man, she's yeah. just same same way as Marco's. And so she reminds me of of what Marco used to do. That so that was that's something that you know makes me think of him all the time. Super funny. Okay. Oh. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, do you oh do you remember when we went we went camping? No, we went hunting one day. Oh, this is the time I made Marcos mad. So we so we went hunting one day and I drove up there in my car. I came in like a, a night late, and then I think Ben came in a night late also. Right? Yeah, me and Yeah. You and Brenda came down. And so we were we were up there, we were all there gathered around, we're hanging out, and and Marcos for some reason got super upset because he wanted to what did he say? He wanted to drive home with me or something? I forgot what it yeah. was. He he yeah. wanted to drive home. He had all his stuff in his in my car, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm leaving right now." But he wanted to stay longer. And I was like, "No, nah, I'm leaving right now." So he got pissed, <laughs> and so he went and grabbed his stuff. And we took a picture of him. Ben has a a picture of him. And he was just so mad. So he took <laughs> he took his bags out, slammed the door, and he just walked with an angry face. That was probably the the funniest thing ever from him because man, he used to get mad all the time. Yeah, like I, I, love, I love when you guys would fight with each other, man. I was like the highlight of my my time when I'd be around you. It was, that's it was amazing. That's ridiculous, man. I think you used to instigate all of it too. Oh, of course yeah. I had to, man. Oh, there was a time where he broke my actual my window to my car, dude. We were um, he wanted me to take him to go get some cigarettes. I was like, no, nah, I ain't taking you, <laughs> right? And no joke, he just he just slammed my door super hard and it actually knocked the window you know, out of place. And so yeah. like, I couldn't roll down my window anymore. And so he didn't yeah. even care. Then he kicked my, he kicked the front of my car and I was like, I can't sue him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't do anything. About, I can't even say anything about it. Cause you know, at back, back in that time, you know, he was, he was a, a guy that was like, will fight anybody. So I was like, I ain't trying to get in a fight. I'm cool with that. Yeah, man. He was, he was crazy with his cars too, man. I mean, obviously for the people that don't know, I did shoot Marcos when we were really, really younger. Gangster. And shot him with a BB gun. He didn't, obviously, nothing, nothing crazy happened, but he, he did go to the hospital. And the BB was actually so close to his heart that they didn't even want to touch it or, or take it out. So he went to the, to the grave with that thing in there, man. And uh, 
I remember we were we were kicking it one night, and I I, I want to say we were somewhere out in Cordelia, man. We uh we had pulled over. He was driving, and I went outside to pee. You know what I mean? Just outside, nowhere. And as I'm peeing, this dude literally runs into the back of me, and I go rolling on top <laughs> of his head. And like he like busted both of my legs, and like my leg was bleeding. He was just laughing, and all he would say was, "Oh, I got you back for shooting me." And so I mean. Dude, he it was funny. Everybody in the car was laughing. And anytime he would do something to me, he would always bring that up. He was like, well, that's for sure to me when we were living. Dude, he tried to get you with the car? I, I didn't even yeah. know about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, he, it was in the forerunner, man. And I was peeing, and I had to turn around just in time. And smack, he hit me, and I rolled on the on the hood. And he was just laughing. And I was just like, man, what are you doing? And I looked, and I'm bleeding on my leg. It was like, damn, oh, man. man. I, I would have been, been dying if I would have seen that. Oh man, speaking of, <laughs> dude. Speaking of the Ford Runner, I remember he totaled that car one time. Oh yeah, you remember that? Like I, it was that when I was in Stockton and stuff, and he was in Sacramento doing whatever. And so we get a car saying that he, uh, that he got into a car accident, right? But we didn't yeah. think it was that bad, but it was bad. And so like I wake up at like twelve, no, what, like two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning, I'm over there driving to Sacramento. Cause he got admitted to the hospital and when I get there, you know, I mean, I'm thinking like, Oh my God, I hope he's okay. When I get there, this dude's snoring away, man. Yeah. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah, I was like, a, I was like, he got me all worried and stuff. I like, got all of us worried. They got to a car accident. He's over there snoring away on the bed. And I'm just like, man, come on. Yeah, man. In that forerunner, we were at the, <clears throat> we were at the Safeway in Fairfield, um, right by the freeway, actually, by your house, the one that's over there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is that a Safeway or a Rayleigh? This is a Safeway, right? No, that's a, yeah, Safeway over here. Yeah, off of yeah. Waterman. Yep, Safeway. Yeah. So we were right there. It was super late night, man. Everyone was drinking and kicking in the parking lot and stuff. And this little thing's that he knows how to do donuts. So he's like, we're just, there. <laughs> we're just going dumb, you know what I mean? Just kicking in. Just, he's trying to do donuts in the parking lot. And this dude smacked right into a light post with the back door, man, and completely just ruined the door. And it wouldn't even shut no more. I was so pissed, but everybody was hella laughing, and it, it was just—it was a crazy time, man. That forerunner went through some damage, through some some things. I'll tell you that. I we got it repaired yeah. at least three to four times. Oh yeah, at least, man. That thing was that thing was a trooper, though, man. It, it's, I think just ever ever since he wrecked it, dude, we were just like, dude, you, you can't be driving no more. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you don't know how to drive a car. Oh, did I ever yeah, drive? Hold on, hold on. We, I, yeah, about the forerunner again, man. So we were uh, leaving a party, and he was super drunk, man. So I was like, I'm not going to let this fool drive. So I took the keys, and um, I'm pretty sure it was me, Tony, Brenda, and Marcos. I don't think nobody else was with us. Maybe Mario might have been. I, I don't know for sure. But So we're driving, man, and him and Tony started arguing. <laughs> And uh, they're just talking shit back and forth. And we had just crossed from Susuna Fairfield over the tracks. And I'm, I'm driving, I'm driving. And it's like 2 in the morning, man. And this fool Marcos, he's so pissed off at Tony. He's like, do you guys want to die? <laughs> and he, <laughs> he grabs the steering wheel for me and, like, shakes it. And we're smashing over the tracks, like, going back and forth. 
And he's just like so pissed off. And I ended up like slapping his hand to get it off of the steering wheel. And then after that, Brenda was like, I am never getting in the car with him ever again. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, him with cars, I don't know, they just don't, they don't match. Man, but a so car, there's man. so there's this one time a long time ago I, you don't you don't know about this part or this one I, um so there's one time where he was you know he was drinking a lot and he was like he was intoxicated right but he wanted to go smoke a cigarette and it was that it was in Stockton at my parents' house and I was over there it was super late at night and stuff like that and all of a sudden he just started wanting to fight somebody like his friends <laughs> his friends were over right he wanted to fight somebody I'm like nah dude don't be fighting nobody it's cool so I go down there you know you know I was in my room I heard yelling so I go down there. His friends leave, and he's in there, and he wants to go get cigarettes at the store. All about cigarettes, man. I'm telling you everything. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I ain't going to get you some cigarettes, dude. It's like super late. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm not driving you anywhere, especially not in Stockton at nighttime. So then, so then he gets super upset and stuff like that, and he's trying to get out. Me, and my dad was there too. It was just us two there. I think my mom was in Mexico at that time. And so he, she, you know, he's yelling and stuff like that, trying to get out. Then he tried to wrestle me. So, yeah. so he, he wrestled me because he wanted me to drive. He was, he was so mad at me. Like, he was just so angry. And so what I did was I took him to the ground. And this is when I was a little skinnier, so I wasn't, like, really – I didn't have any muscles, right? But, but I wrapped myself around him. Like, I was on his back, and I just kind of had my legs crossed in front of him, right, in front of his yeah. stomach. And, I had, you know, his back was against uh, – in front of me, and I was just holding on to him super tight. And yeah. I, the whole time I was just, just holding on because he wanted to leave. But, he, you know, he's been drinking, so I didn't want him to go out. So then my dad's like there. My dad's like telling him to calm down, but he's like trying to get out of this hold. And I'm like, no joke. I was using all my might just to hold on to him, and I did. Yeah. And so then I was like, Dad, I can't hold on to him anymore. I said, you either need to call, <laughs> call the cops or do something. So my dad calls the cops, right? And so the cops come in, and I'm just holding him still, right? And then all of a sudden when the cops get there, he just, he just relaxed. Like he's like – like doesn't even do anything. He's just laying down right there. I'm just like – I get up off the floor. He's on the floor still, and the cops are like, hey, listen, if you're not going to stop what you're doing, I'm going to take you in. And yeah. his whole demeanor changed after that when the cops came. I was like, I was like, you a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was like after that, he cooled off and was just like he went to the garage, and then he went to sleep. And I remember the next morning he called me up. He's like, hey, man, I don't remember anything. I said, dude, I do. My arms are super sore. <laughs> I was like, I remember everything. But that was probably the only time that I've ever actually held on to him trying like to wrestle him like yeah. using all my might. Like he was dead serious about everything. And I was just like, man, I was like, please, man, just give me the strength just to keep holding on. But I was literally gassed out until the cops got there. Yeah, man. I, I remember like every time I go around him, man, he would always try to like flex his chest. Like he's been doing hella pushups and <laughs> try to act like he got his muscles and shit. I'm like, man, get, get out of here, man. Oh man, dude. His, he cracked me up too. Oh, there's this one time too. I think, I think Ben remembers when, uh, he had long hair. So in high school, he, or no, middle school, I think. No, it's high school, right? It had to be high school. So he had super yeah. long hair. If everybody remembers him, he had long hair and we went for this job interview. It was for, um, it was like a job fair. It was, and it was to Marine World or six flags back in the days. And so, so we, uh, so Ben and Mark was actually all, they went and they got the job. So they, you know, they, they started work. I didn't get the job for some reason. Cause I was just too, they said I was overqualified for it. So I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So then Marcos goes there first day on the job and they ask him, Hey, you need to cut your hair if you want to work here. <laughs> right. And so then he goes, no, no, it was at the interview. They say, hey, you have to cut your hair if you want to work at, at Six Flags. And so then he goes, cuts his hair, and no joke, was it like one day he only worked there? Yeah. 
And I'll say this, Markle's had long hair for the longest time. Like, he never cut his hair. So the fact that he had to cut his hair for a job, he was pissed. He was so flipping mad. I mean, I wasn't there, so I couldn't really tell exactly what he was doing. Yeah. You were there, right? You were with him. Yeah, no, man. He ended up, after everything, I mean, like, he, he ended up cutting his hair, man, and he worked, and we were uh, we were ride operators, man, at Marine World. And uh, they had him actually on the, uh, what's it called, like the Looney Tunes or, or so, whatever the kid's side was. And uh, I remember I, we we drove to work together, man, and I went on break. And I went to go check on him, man, see how he was doing. I go over there, and this dude, he, nobody wanted to let him do the rides. He was just sitting there heck of mad. And I was like, man, do they know who they put on the little kid's side? <laughs> like, these, these guys messed up big time. And then uh, – after that, man, I, I think they called him fired in like that same day. He never went back to work, and he had to cut his hair for nothing. I remember your mom was pissed too, man, because she didn't want him to cut it, but she was so mad, and it, it, was, it was just funny, man. It was just man, it was that hair, forget, man. I know that hair he had for the longest time. Like he would, like he would not even trim his hair. Like his hair was super long, always in a tail, and then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, he got this job and they, he cut his hair, and boom, doesn't even get it. This is yeah, ridiculous, man. man. Dying, dude. Man, there was a um, – so I, after that had happened, man, and then I kept working there and stuff, and he would always tell me, man, you just need to quit. We don't get to hang out and all this stuff. I'm like, man, I need to work because it was during the summer and stuff, man. And so it, it was just – it was hilarious, man. And nobody really knew because I, I didn't know anyone else at, at work or anything like that. So nobody, like, knew who – he was my cousin and stuff. And they have so many people over there, so it didn't really matter. But it, it was just a memory that I always have, man, just going to check on him and, just seeing him at the little kid ride, and I was just like, "Hell no!" I was like, "Man, there's just so much memories that we have of Marcos. It is just, like I said, there's 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 serious moments and there's funny moments, but man, I think there was just mostly all funny, if anything. Oh yeah, man. You know what's crazy to me? Like with with Marcos, like I understand like with you guys, you mean like you a baby Sam? Like he would argue and and getting like issues and stuff like that. You mean, but. Marcos, he was just, like, the happiest dude, like, overall, you know what I mean? He never had, like, real problems. He always just had a good time. He was always down to kick it, and that was just him, you know what I mean? Oh, heck yeah. He would always be the person that would want to go do something, always. Like, it it wasn't a moment to where he was like, let's stay at home. Like, he wanted to go do something regardless if it's going to the store, regardless of just going over to the apartments. Like, he just wanted to hang out and kick it, and he would always – be the life of the party like when it comes to dancing man he would always want to dance oh, yeah. you know even he went to church too and stuff and he would always dance like every time music comes out man he would always dance thinking yeah. like he was the best it was just so funny watching him man and the other thing man he was always about some females man like if there was some females <laughs> somewhere like marcos wanted to be there man like i remember uh when you guys had first moved out to stockton man and i went over there to pick him up it was just me and mario and then uh, we were driving on the way back, <coughs> and me and Mario wanted to get ice cream. And so we're driving, and this was, like, back before, like, smartphones and all that stuff. So we didn't know what time uh, Foster Freeze closed in Vacaville. So we're driving, and while I was the one that was driving. I told Mario, I said, hey, Mario, call Foster Freeze and see what time they close. And then Mario told Marcos, he said, hey, call Foster Freeze. <laughs> and so with this fool, well, Marcos heard was, hey, call some freaks. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about ice cream, and then Marcos goes, man, you call some freaks. Oh, man. And, like, it was 
just the funniest thing ever. It's like females was like always on his dudes. Yeah, he was a he was a ladies man. It, it didn't care. He was so bold. Like he would go up to any female and talk to them. That's how bold he was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. I remember back in the day too, like when before everyone everyone even had phones. It was me, Jesse, and Marcos. We were at the mall and we were waiting for a ride, and nobody had money, so we were just sitting there waiting. You know what I mean? And then me and Jesse, we were just playing around. We seen this girl walking. We thought she looked good. And we were like, hey, Marcos, go ask her for 10 cents so we can make a phone call. We were Like, we were just bullshitting. He really, like, walks up to this girl and literally asked her for 10 cents. And she was like, no, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? She said something like that, but she was super annoyed. And we were just dying, <laughs> man. We're like, Marcos will do anything to get next to a female. So That's so funny, man. He, he killed it on that one, though. Hey, man, it's crazy because you really, I mean, he would talk to him and sometimes he would actually bring him over and he'd actually get numbers. I'm just like, dude, how do you do yeah. it? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, man, it, it's hilarious, man. There's so, so many, so many stories I have of him, man. We don't have a lot of time here, but the one thing I, I want to end with is his strip club story. Man. Oh, my goodness. So I've never been to a strip club before or after the time that I went with Marcos. Um, it was for our cousin Mike's uh, bachelor party. He was getting married. And so we all pitch in and we get a limo from um, Raj. He lives actually in front of uh, David, uh, another one of our cousins. And so we're all going. The very first thing before we even take off, man, this dude Raj, he finds Marcos's weed in the limo and is super pissed he's mad he don't he don't want to take us no more so everyone's like fighting and arguing and stuff and trying to apologize to him and make him understand that we won't mess up again you know what i mean so that got off to a rocky start and just even in the limo man like everybody got to seat but there wasn't a seat for marco so this fool is literally sprawled out at our feet in the limo while we're driving up to the strip uh-huh. club man just from there, it was hilarious. And then, so we get to the strip club, you know. <clears throat> you go into the back, you get yourself a little private dance or whatever, and then you come back, you know. This one, Marcos goes with this chick, and they're gone for hell <laughs> long. I'm like, man, what is, he, what is this guy uh-huh. doing? And then, so he comes back out, and I happen to be walking by, and he was with me, and the girl's following him. And he's like, hey, man, do you got some money? I said, man, I didn't bring, I didn't bring no extra money, you know. I was like, I only have what I have. And he, he was like, man, I need some money. He was like, because she wants me to pay for the dances. I was like, of course she wants you to pay. Like, what are you saying? And then he, I was like, were you with her this whole time? He was like, yeah, man, I thought she liked me. We were just dancing, <laughs> having a good time together. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I was like, you can't do that, man. I was like, that's what, that's what, that's their job. You know what I mean? Like, they get paid for this. And so we're walking, we're walking. And he goes, hey, man, I'm about to just run. I said, what? <laughs> and then. We're walking together. This dude just bolts towards the exit door. And it's one of those doors the, that you have to push, like, that middle bar to yeah. open up. And so he smashes that. And he just takes off running. And then, like, the stripper's just, like, looking at me. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> I, don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, I don't even know him like that. And then so they had went outside to look for him and stuff. And then I went and told... I don't remember who I told, like, what happened, but we were just laughing and stuff. And then Marcos texted me. He's like, hey, I'm going to be waiting for you guys outside. But that was literally, like, when we had first got there. So he waited, like, three hours outside. All by himself. So all by himself. The rest of the night goes by, and 
we're leaving. And I'm like, Marcos, man, where are you at? So we can pick you up. We're leaving. He's like, hey, just keep driving straight. He was like, I see you guys in the limo. <laughs> keep going. I was like, and it's super late. I'm like, dude, I don't, nobody's out here. Where are you? He's like, keep going. And then so we drive. And I'm like, oh, shit, stop. I see him. This dude is in the bushes <laughs> just <laughs> dripping sweat. He's just, like, covered in sweat. Like, like he just took a shower. And he jumps out of the bushes and runs into the limo. We just take Oh, my man. goodness. It was just, like insane like the funniest thing ever like my only strip club thing all i remember is just everything about marcos man like, Dang. It, it, it's just, it, you know, I'm, ne- I'm never ever forget that. oh that is crazy man oh my god that's that's funny that's funny stuff man marcos is crazy man he'll do anything everything yeah man anything that he does is just super funny man i just think i think that's mm-hmm. the the coolest thing about him is just the memories that everyone has. And I'm pretty sure, you know, all of our families have memories with them and, and stuff, you know, and, you know, as much as I can say, dude, we love them. And definitely, like I say, you know, he left at a, at a young age and he wasn't, well, basically we weren't ready for him to leave, but you know, God had, a, God yeah. has other plans and stuff. And so we definitely, definitely miss them. And so hopefully some of these memories, people remember some of our cousins, our friends that are out there that remember Marcos, that you guys, you know, cherish these memories and, you know, maybe you guys have something you guys want to send a, a message to me or to cousin Ben and stuff. Let us know Let us about your memories and stuff. We'll probably put it out there. And uh, yeah, but we appreciate you guys listening though. Definitely. Oh yeah, man. It's a lot. It's a lot to say about Marcos, man. It, it's hard to stay positive all the time because like I said, it's just, it's frustrating that he did leave so early. You know what I mean? And, even through like all of his cancer battles and all the times that I like went to see him in the hospital and stuff, like I never like really imagined he like would ever like go like that. You know what I mean? So it's frustrating, but I do appreciate the time that I did get to spend with him. That's true. It was it was always a good time, and I definitely don't regret anything. I, I regret not spending more time with him. Yeah, though. same, same. But you know, he's a he's a I, I th- you know he's in heaven and he's dancing away, man. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Awesome, man. Dancing and sweating, man. <laughs> His best two <laughs> Well, I appreciate you guys listening. Hope you guys uh, enjoy it. We'll definitely be back again, put another episode out there, but we definitely appreciate you guys. Keep listening. Yeah, take care, you guys, and keep to sticking to those goals, man. You guys will Let's do it. Let's get it. Peace. Peace.